0: that you can do it in a way that is right for you and feel inspired, organized, calm, and in control. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 33 of the With Flow podcast. Today, we're talking all about planning in flow. Now I've talked about in previous episodes why planning is important, so if you're still not on the planning train with me, make sure you go back a few episodes and have a listen to those. Today I specifically want to talk more about how to plan in flow, using the phases of your menstrual cycle to get in alignment, work out what your goals and your vision are, create the plan and then start taking action towards it. Now, a full disclaimer before we jump in, this is the way that I do it. I don't expect that my exact method is going to work perfectly for you. The key is finding a process and a set of tools that work for you, the way your brain works best, the way you work and collaborate with your team, if you have one, in a way that is going to help you move towards your goals, rather than creating something that's going to feel cumbersome and restrictive and making a lot more work, but not actually giving you any of the benefits. So take a listen to what I'm going to talk about today. The theory of how I plan and flow will definitely help, but how you break it down and the tools you use might be different. And I want you to know that that is perfectly okay because the best kind of plan is the plan that's actually going to work for you and is going to take you towards reaching your goals. Now, just a quick reminder, if you don't have a natural hormonal cycle, you can sub the phases of the moon and apply all of the same principles. So the new moon is your menstrual phase, the waxing moon is your follicular phase, full moon is ovulation, and the waning moon is your luteal phase. So how on earth do I plan my business in flow? So first of all, I have a high level 12 month plan. And this is just that overview of what's going on in my business, when and what I'm going to be promoting certain offers or freebies or launching things, and allowing myself to see does it make sense logically, do all of the pieces of the puzzle fit together at a high level. I'll also add in if there are big events, big holidays, whether that's in my personal life or in my business life, so that I can make sure that I'm not planning things when I'm less likely to have capacity to do big projects and that kind of thing. And then I'll also put in planned projects or things that I want to work in behind the scenes of my business as well. So that's a very high level 12 month plan. I then break that down into the monthly plan. And so this is where I will set my goals and my intentions for the month ahead. I'll plan out what needs to happen in each of the phases of my cycle to take me towards reaching those goals. Now, of course, not all goals are attainable within the month. So in that case, I would break it down into chunks and look at what can I achieve in this cycle or in this month and work off that. And then the next month, it would be the next chunk. So I plan out what needs to happen across the month, making sure I'm doing the right things in the right phases of my cycle. And I'll also add in here any client projects that I know that are coming up, any client launches, things that I might be supporting my clients with. Just again to make sure that I'm not overbooking myself or overcommitting myself, particularly in those lower energy phases of my cycle where I know I need more space, I know I need more downtime. So then once I have my monthly plan, then I have my weekly plan. And this is of course breaking that monthly plan down into what I'm going to do week by week, phase by phase. Now, I'll typically review my plan on a Friday and make sure that I'm set up for the following week, that when I log on on a Monday morning, I'm good to go. I'm really clear on what I need to do, where I'm focusing my energy and attention this week, and where I need to start. So there's no sitting down on Monday morning and wondering what the heck I'm gonna work on this week. It's all sorted at the end of the week before, and I can jump straight in and start doing. Now, when I'm doing my weekly plan, I also make sure that I block out time in my calendar. So again, if I've got client projects or I've got blocks of time where I have committed to doing client projects, I'll make sure that that time is blocked out in my calendar. So that time is dedicated specifically for my clients. If I have bigger projects that I'm working on in my business, I'll do the same. I'll block out a morning or an afternoon or whatever that might look like to make sure that that time is dedicated and protected for those tasks. So that's my three-level approach to how I plan my business. We've got the 12-month plan, the monthly plan, and the weekly plan. But how do we do it all in flow? Well, firstly, rather than planning my business by calendar months, I typically plan my business in cycle months. So I don't always start new monthly plans, on the first of the month, unless that happens to coincide with day one of my cycle. Now, yes, there are certain things in my business that I do need to do on a monthly basis, GST, tax, that kind of thing. And for those things, I will obviously stick to the monthly schedule. But for the most part, when I'm planning out projects and work and my task list, I'll stick to the phases of my cycle. So I start when I'm in my menstrual phase. And here, as you'll know from listening to previous episodes, your menstrual phase is a good time to reconnect in with your big picture vision, your business North Star, the goals that you want to work towards, and reassess and realign to make sure that you're still working towards the right things. So, for me in this phase, it's about daydreaming about the future that I want to create, allowing myself to just feel into what it is that I want to do and check in with that 12 month plan that I had and have a look and assess are the things on that 12 month plan in alignment with this big picture vision that I am working towards that I'm visualizing. And then I'll reassess, does it still work or does it not? Do things need to come out? Do things need to be moved around? Do certain projects need to be pushed back or brought forward? I'll play around with things at that higher level. And so well, by the time I come out of my menstrual phase, I've got that clear picture and I'm in alignment with what things are going to look like for the next 12 months. Now, I want to be clear here. That doesn't mean that the next 12 months are set in stone and they don't change because that never happens. (laughs) My 12-month plans change all of the time and that's okay. Sometimes there are things that pop up that we didn't anticipate, that we had no idea were coming, but they were the right thing to do and so we had to shuffle things around rebranding and renaming my entire business like I have been over the last couple of months was most definitely not in my 12-month plan. I had no idea that was coming, but it dropped in. And as you'll have heard in previous episodes, it was something that I had to work through. But when the time was right, the time was right and I had to take action. So my 12-month plan moved around and it's totally okay. Sometimes the plan goes out the window, but it's for the right reasons. In my case, it was this strong knowing, this intuitive download that I needed to rebrand, that I needed to change the direction that I was heading and realign. I'm also a generator in human design, which is something I'm still learning about and exploring. But what I'm really learning for me is that I have to be focused on things that excite me and that light me up and that I want to be working on. So sticking to a rigid plan that is set in stone, that I set six, 12 months ago is never going to work for me, but it gives me that long-term vision so I can see where I'm going, where I want to be, what I need to do to get there. And if things come along and I need to change the plan, things don't feel right, I can take it out and I can add things in. But having that plan keeps me focused and it allows me to assess when an idea drops in, is this the right next thing for me to work on or do I need to move things around and put that in the plan further along. Are the things that I've already planned for still important or is this more important? It gives me that opportunity to assess and see where things fit and move things around in the jigsaw puzzle. So my menstrual phase is all about setting the vision and the intention and the goals for the 12 months ahead and the month ahead. Then as I start to transition into my follicular phase, this is when I'll start to really dig into the detail and map out more of a detailed plan of tasks and things to do over the next month. Now, as I said before, the key here is making sure that I'm planning to do the right work so that it coincides with the optimal phase of my cycle to be doing that in. and making sure that I have the time and space around client projects and other commitments that are coming up so that I can do all of the work that I'm planning to do. And then as I feel the energy starting to rise, that's when I get stuck in, start tackling the to-do list. I start taking action. I start making things happen. And of course, when I hit the ovulation phase, I ride the wave of energy. Now I'll be honest for me, follicular phase is probably my favorite phase. Sometimes I feel the high of ovulation is almost a little bit too much for me and it can almost be a little draining and a little exhausting being so high because that's not a natural state for me. I'm much more of a natural, calm, grounded kind of person. So I'm really at home in my follicular phase. Sometimes I find ovulation, I just have to ride the wave and go with it and it can sometimes feel a little bit like I'm hanging on as I'm riding a roller coaster. (laughs) But what is really important in your ovulation phase and in those higher energy phases is that I have that plan to keep me focused. I've got all of this energy. The plan is what keeps me focused on working on the right things so that I'm still working towards my goals. I'm not running around like a headless chicken with all of this energy and I'm starting new projects and doing a whole bunch of things that don't matter and focusing that energy and being really intentional with that energy and that time and focusing on the things that are going to take me towards reaching my goals. And then as we move into the luteal phase, I allow myself to slow down as I feel my physical energy start to decline. Now, sometimes this will be later in the cycle. Sometimes this will come not long after ovulation. And for me, developing that awareness and that relationship with my body and tuning in has been one of the biggest things that I have learned in this whole cycle thinking journey, to listen to my body, to trust what it's telling me. So I will slow down, but I will use the energy if I've still got it to keep going. But I know that I can't keep going at the same pace that I had been in follicular and ovulation, and it's totally okay. It's totally normal. So in that my luteal phase, particularly as I'm heading towards the end of luteal, I'll start to review my progress this cycle. How far did I get? What work did I manage to tick off the tattoo list? What projects did I complete? What things can I wrap up in the last few days of my cycle before my energy really starts to drop off? What things do I need to carry over into the following month's plan because I haven't been able to complete them just yet? Ludial is a really good phase for creating lists of ideas. It's a time, as you know, of inspiration and creativity. So it can be a time when you create that space where all of a sudden you get all of these great ideas just dropping in. So sometimes for me, it's really just about writing a whole bunch of lists and ideas, getting out of my head so that when I get into the higher energy phase of my next cycle, I can start planning for it and taking action. And then I start to reassess everything as I head into that menstrual phase. Once again, reassessing where I'm at. Am I still working towards the right goals? How, what progress have I made? All of that good stuff. And we just circle back around reviewing and planning, reviewing and planning. Now, one of the biggest things that I have learned is that when you create a plan, the best thing that you can do is make it visible. Now we've all heard, I'm sure, that one of the keys to achieving your goals is writing it down. And the more times you write it down, the more likely you are to succeed. So write your goals and your visions and your plans down, whether that's electronically or on a piece of paper or on a whiteboard, whatever works for you. But one of the things I do want you to do is make sure that you put that plan and those goals somewhere visible that you're going to see all of the time. Now, I like to do all of my things electronically. So for me, I make sure that they open up as part of the default tabs that open when I open up my Chrome browser, when I boot up my laptop each morning. Every time I open my browser, my goals and my planning and my task list, everything is there. I can't forget about it. It's right there and it's in my face. Now the tools that I use for planning, my 12 month high level plan, that goes in a simple Google sheet with the 12 months across the top And then three or four rows underneath that are just the key highlights of what I'm planning for that month. For the monthly plans, the weekly plans, my launch planning, my to-do lists, all that more detailed stuff, I like to do that in a tool called ClickUp. If you haven't used ClickUp, I highly recommend it. It's amazing. I'll make sure I pop a link to it in the show notes so you can go and check it out. Other tools you might like to consider are Asana, Trello, Productivity and task management tools are a dime a dozen out there. I love ClickUp because I love how flexible it is, but look, find what works for you. Find the tool that works for you, that is going to support you and work for you in a way that works best so that you'll use it first and foremost, and that you'll actually tune in and you'll get into that process of creating those plans, ticking things off. And most importantly, moving in the direction of achieving your goals. So that is a very quick high level overview of how I go about planning my business in flow. I hope that you got value out of that episode. If you have any questions or anything, please reach out to me on Instagram. You can find me at business with flow. I'd love to carry on the conversation with you and find out a little bit more about how you plan or perhaps, the support that you might need to start planning your business in flow. Until next week's episode, I'll see you then. Are you ready to learn more about aligning your cycle and your business? My mini course, Cycle Aligned Business, teaches you how to understand what's going on in your body and use that vital information to plan and run your business with more ease and flow. Use the coupon code PODCAST, all uppercase, for $10 off. You'll find the link in the show notes for this episode or go to businesswithflow.com forward slash aligned.